You act so innocent now But you lied so soon When I met you in the summer It's a hit of the summer, you guys. If you don't know it, you're not living in the summer. It's Calvin Harris, summer, top five summer songs. I don't think this will be on anyone's list because it's just not the right demographic. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Twisted Lister. We're doing our top five summer songs, as always, joined by Todd and Harrison. Welcome, guys. Yep, yep. How's it going? Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good to be here. Episode 15. Yeah, it's been a while. Wow. We took we took a few weeks off. What's great about the internet is you only have to talk when you want to. Some people like to talk a lot. Some people don't. We do, but we obviously the last three weeks we didn't feel like it. So welcome back. Thanks for ca- we appreciate all the listeners catching up on all the old episodes while we've been gone, right? That's yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. So uh, we, we were, that's right. We're giving everyone a little time. Yes, exactly. exactly. And we had to ca- we well, we, and we had to get into the summer top five summer songs. We that's had to actually right. get into the summer before we could really do this and get in the right mindset. So we definitely want to hear from you, twistedlister sixty nine at gmail You can find us on SoundCloud. Follow us there twi- on uh, Twisted Lister uh, on SoundCloud, of course. Subscribe on iTunes. Maybe that's how you're listening today. Uh, and you can find us uh, anywhere else. And let us know again how you're listening. If you like it. If if you don't like it, you know how to get a hold of us. We had some feedback from our last episode, which was top TV themes. We had feedback from our buddy Hetty, who had uh, mentioned a few that did or did not make the list. I think Family Ties, Night Court, and Three's Company. Were those discussed? I, I had thought about Family Ties. I don't know if it, it falls in the original category. I can't remember. I, I think it's yeah. original. I just don't think the song is that great. I, I mean, don't know. Also, really? the Three's Company's theme is catchy as heck. It is catchy. But, uh, the Family Ties think... theme is just... I love the show. It's like one, it's an amazing show, one of the best shows mm-hmm. in the 80s. But, yeah, the theme song, I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of... It's really? Too Family, but too soft. Sha-na-na, I love the show. That, that's how it ends, right? That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Come on. Sha- All right. Ta- well, look, I'm not saying this is what not, we do. We argue over these in, things. In contention, it's just it didn't compare to you know Gilligan's Island for me, or even <laughs> I know we had Dukes of Hazard up there. <laughs> yeah. Just, know, just, as, just as we were saying before the show started, there literally are no boundaries. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> anything, such as That's Todd right. saying that uh, the Family Ties theme—it's just not quite as good as Gilligan's Island. So uh, <laughs> that's good to know. Todd, and you gave a great analysis hey. of the Gilligan's Island theme, I think, didn't you? Thank Although, you. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. I provided some yeah. information about how the song changed. You know, the yeah. Changed, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, I try to do my research. You know, yeah. and provide. I provided some background on the Friends theme as well. A yeah. Bit. Well, so yeah. I know that was a hotly debated point, which. <laughs> <laughs> listeners enjoyed actually i think they enjoyed the the, the fire, fireworks that were happening yeah well yeah. there's always a lot of references to late 90s pop culture in this show for some reason i'm sure today <laughs> will be no different counting down the top right. five summer songs before we get to it uh todd you've seen a bunch of shows the last three weeks i think kishibashi and yes. a few others how were some yes. of the concerts you um, to? let's see i saw kishibashi out in portland and uh he put on a, a great show very high energy uh much more so than i would have expected not that the not that the music doesn't have energy, but like he was all over the place on stage. Um, he plays violin. He sings. Uh, it was a fun show. It was good, and it's very poppy, so I definitely recommend. I think a lot of people would like it. I think it has a pretty broad appeal. So um, so Kishibashi, he's touring right now. And then I saw Eric Hutchinson, who's actually my cousin, um, but I saw him right in uh, right here in the D.C. area. But he puts on a great show, too. He's just did a, He just did a nationwide tour, and he's also like kind of pop rock. Um, very catchy, a little bit like a Jason Mraz type of sound, um, if I'm going to compare him to anyone. 
but uh, yeah, he's got really good stage presence too, and it's interesting. I've seen him a couple times now, but he's definitely coming along, growing. I think this is his third album that just came out. So I, I, it's on Spotify. It's available on iTunes, but it's worth checking out too. Nice. Um, so yeah, those have been some good recent ones. I got to see last week. I got to see uh, Big Frida, the Queen of oh. uh, Bounce. Oh, really? she was at, I think she was at Jazz Fest. Who Todd probably didn't see because he was waiting for John Fogerty to take yeah. the stage. <laughs> John Fogerty yeah. at that point. I think she, now, I don't think yeah. she was there a day I played. Yeah. Yeah. Big 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 Frida actually played in my neighborhood, two blocks from my house, at the Why Not lot. Because oh, here nice. in the Station North Arts and Entertainment District, we get all sorts of interesting acts. So I got to walk up and see her perform hell of a show really? people really? twerking and bouncing all over my neighborhood it was really cool isn't that a normal saturday night in your well, yes but yeah. still big frida was there yeah so, you know that's cool that's cool <laughs> dude big frida uh so yeah here's the booty wop big frida I can see Harrison getting down to this oh. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wow. Wow, I feel like this could have been covered in the New Orleans episode, you know? Yeah, definitely. How do we know? But should we continue the show or should we just speaking let of, this play? Okay. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. listen to Big Freak. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. But speaking of Jazz Fest, I'm going to get a second chance on Trombone Shorty. I told Scott because he he's one of the headliners of the DC Jazz Fest in a few weeks. Oh, nice. So I, I think I'm going to go check him out. He's not playing at the same time. No, I don't think he'll. I don't know if he'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> but well, actually, most Def will be there as well. So, But I don't think I have to choose between them. I think most Def will play before Trombone nice. Shorty. So most, the artist formerly see, there known. are second chances in life. The but, artist formerly known as Most Def. That's he back true. In the he's now? Yassian Bay. Yeah, he's yeah. Bay. Uh, so let's let's get the countdown underway. Top five summer songs, as always, starting with Harrison. You ready? All right. So I'm gonna start yeah. uh, my number my number five top five summer songs. You know, like how how it makes I, I went for feeling right top songs that make me think and feel of summer. So this first song isn't necessarily about summer specifically, but is by a summer band. I think Todd has a lot to say about summer bands, but for I do. me. Like it's it's the Beach Boys, and I had to choose a Beach Boys song, and I think, and I went with California Girls, which for me is one of my one of my favorite Beach, uh, beach Boys songs. But yeah, I could have chose Surfing USA or uh, some of the other ones out there, and I would have been just as happy. But I think California Girls is my Beach Boys summer song of choice. Hey, it's a great song. It it teaches some geography. Yeah. When you're, when you're a kid, you know, that's how I learned about what the Midwest was like and <laughs> parts of the world, having, other countries. Having, having married a girl from the Midwest, do not call your Midwest wife a farmer's daughter a farmer's unless daughter? she really is a farmer's daughter. But I tend to go back to those lyrics at times, and it doesn't go over so well. So. The East Coast girls, you know, they, go, they cover it, you know. They it's do. Know. It's a great song. Unfortunately, I don't think David Lee Roth's version, you know, it was essential. But no. Yeah, that's true. And of course, Katy Perry put her own spin on it. I was waiting. I, I, I was not going to mention I that. wasn't going to do the Katy Perry mention. I've, uh, it's interesting. Come on. I, I, it's I, elephant in the room. On a, on a small, on a, on a side tangent, I felt awful over the past few weeks because I... 
I um, subconsciously made this mistake, and you know, I mean, Katie's my girl, and I made this mistake where I, I asked, I told, I, Sarah, uh, Sarah had been chaperoning the sixth grade dance at, at the school where she teaches, and I said, oh, did they play any Kelly Clarkson? And I meant to say Katy Perry, and who messes that up? And it yeah, was weird. Yeah. It was like this, like, that is weird. like I especially you time work, man. I, I, well, I, I think I know why. Because of my current situation in life, I've needed some inspirational words, and there's no one better to turn to than Kelly Clarkson. Because what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. <laughs> so that was a long breakdown. Back to the countdown. If She's anybody the wants... reigning queen of empowerment, female empowerment anthems. I think. <laughs> she is Miss Independent. Yeah. Come on, you play since you've been gone. Yeah, you play stronger. You play those. You know. Right. It'll get the ladies out on the dance floor. Back to the countdown. California <laughs> girls coming in at number five for Harrison. And I will say, Harrison, Beach Boys, by the way, course, classic summer act. So I do have Beach Boys on my list. Different song. We'll get into and, that. And by the way, by the way, as we're doing a countdown, and we've got a news segment which we always do at the end of the show. But how about uh, we'll we should give a dedication, and I'm sure we'll do it ongoing uh for for casey Kasem, i hope the guy gets better i don't know you know yeah. Yeah. We, we don't know what you know he's obviously not doing very well and can you uh, explain what happened because well, i don't know if everyone knows and i don't know the, the we can get it we can get into it let's okay. get in the news segment harrison doesn't right. like going off script you know we're that. in the middle of his countdown well it's his it's his it's countdown his. and also some you know harrison if if he if if it goes too long he he'll just check out and you know we it's Todd and I we'll <laughs> no I'll, I'll, away. I'll go get something to eat yeah. Yeah. it's fine you just do what you want yeah <laughs> so uh, all right so my number four um is is actually it's the song Boys of Summer by Don Henley and the Ataris I'm gonna because the Ataris got a good second bite at the apple on that one interesting that you just lampooned Don Henley and now he's on your list <laughs> I didn't lampoon that, him I'm just I saying think you did you were skewering Don Henley another I was not I was skewering you Todd let's be very clear about that. no you were by but by way of Don Henley by way of Don Henley there's you nothing said wrong. as if I went to see Don Henley that would be a, a, a Huge error in judgment or something. <laughs> it's like another tease for the news segment. In the news segment, we'll discuss, we the, Don Henry, we'll discuss the latest Don Henley. Sing it, Don. Now, this made it on my list instead of Summer of 69. I just decided, I thought the two are very thematically right on, you know, almost on par with each other, but yeah. I think I like Boys of Summer a little bit better. Great. So that was my. That's a, no, that's an interesting. Yeah. You're right. Those songs, I kind of put them together. They're on my playlist, but they didn't make my final list. But um, it's interesting to note because Don Henley, Boys of Summer, was on my baseball playlist as well, but did not make the final cut. So, so, so it actually was it? a oh, baseball song and a summer song. Yeah. What? No, no. I was so say. it was in contention for yeah. two different lists. Right. That's true. So. So from there, we're going to go a little little old school. Um, uh, for my number three pick, I went with uh, Eddie Cochran's "Summertime Blues," which. Um, you don't hear a lot. I don't hear it a lot anymore. But growing up, that was a song you heard. I think more back in the eighties. Didn't they use it the, in ads for like Kings Dominion or something? Oh, I'm they sure. Used it for Kings... theme park ads in the summer. Oh, yeah, it's got theme park ad written all over it. So <laughs> I'm sure it was really I'm sure cheap. Sure, Eddie Cochran, yeah, must have been right, really cheap. Yeah, I mean, you can. Uh... So um... I wonder if we but can no, find the Pearl. Summer There's song. there is a is did Pearl Jam ever cover Summertime Blues? Or not? You know who did? The Who did. Oh, well, the so Who did. Pearl Jam covering. The Who, the who did a great did. cover on Live at Leeds, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, Which I considered actually. I considered well, the Who or Eddie Cochran, either version. His is obviously better known. But yeah, uh, it's a, that's who, a great. The who put some rock into it. It's a classic rock song. I mean, that's just a classic rock slash oldies song. That song's it a, is. It's a great song. Um, 
Maybe Pearl Jam never so, did cover it. I thought for some reason that they had. No, I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Harrison would but, probably know that, yeah, but I don't know. I don't, no, not not that I've ever heard. They They're really it good on. It hasn't happened. Pearl Jam's website is really good in cataloging like every song they've ever done. So it's yeah, pretty, makes it yeah, and, and also uh, you know another good website for that setlist.fm too has that. But uh, that's true. anyway, that's off topic. Summertime right. blues, great pick, Harrison. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. pulling pulling up a little bit for you know still classic rock, but a little further up is Eleven Spoonfuls, Summer in the City. Oh yeah. Um, which is a great you know most most of the summer songs you think of like kind of like happy and joyful and like heading to the beach, no worries. And this one's a bit more real and urban and um, kind of down and dirty. And I think for me, I always remember it uh, from the opening scene of Die Hard with a Vengeance. They they really kind of set the mood oh. for the movie. Right? They start playing that song and there's a huge explosion and then we go from there. So. Um, another, yeah, another favorite. When was it? Was that released? Like, was that early seventies? I'm gonna guess, like seventy-one, seventy-two, something, something like that. that yeah. Know. Okay. Alright. It's a great oh, song. Yeah. It also has so many different rhythms to it, and it's got this build-up from the beginning of it. 1966, you know? Todd. Oh, it's earlier. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking of Hot Fun in the Summertime. That was Sly, Sly and the Family Stone. That was yeah. later, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, my number one choice, uh, and I, I, I feel very confident about this, uh, School's Out, Alice Cooper, probably, for me, talk about setting a time that was, like, the song to listen to, getting off the bus at the end of the school year. Oh, yeah. No, that's a, it's a classic. And actually, I know we make Days and Confused references a fair amount here, but it's hard not to think of that movie. Yeah, When you hear sure. School's Out, for people, especially for people, who, you know, of our generation... Oh, yeah. I'm sure if you grew up in the 70s, it's different. No, that's, I mean, any opportunity, as we know, in this uh, this show to make a Dazed and Confused reference, we always do. So here, of course, is the clip. Let's see if we get any, any, here it is. This is the clip. Hey, guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American bicentennial 4th of July brouhaha, don't forget what you're celebrating, and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their taxes. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Oh, I love uh, that. I love that clip, actually. Great. That's great. And then it goes... Brings back a lot of good memories. Yeah, that clip. And then it, of course, uh, goes into the hazing and everything else. God, oh, yeah. Great. Any, yeah. Uh, but they captured that that feeling so well of, yeah. like, getting out of school the last day of school and, and mm. you know, how much you look forward to summer. Infinite possibility. That's, it, the, that's it, the beauty of the, that song. The next, is the right. next scene, I think it's when the girls are getting hazed, right? Which is a great yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 right which, oh, that. it's a great scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, that, that song, great choice. That, uh, that uh, That's definitely on my list. Cool. So, so recapping Harrison's list, California Girls, Boys of Summer, Calif- California Girls by the Beach Boys, Boys of Summer, <laughs> By both Don Henley and the Ataris, uh, getting a two for one there. You know, I well, yeah, I, I think ahead, Don Henley version is better. No, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the Ataris version. It's okay, but I think no, Don I just, Henley. I just think it, yeah, it revived the song, and it kind of it, you true. know they only change one lyric, right? They choose they change Black Deadhead flag, sticker yeah. to Black Flag sticker. I'm fine with both. Did they still and, say Cadillac though? It would have been interesting if they went with an import <laughs> instead of a Cadillac. No, I think Cadillac, Cadillac was no longer like the standard of. You know, yeah. excellence. Yeah. And we could get into General Motors, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Cadillac wouldn't even be on the road right now because it'd be recalled, we know. Yeah, sure. well, that's true. Anyways, but I, I would have to go with the Don Henley version. But you're right, the Atari's version did what a lot of good covers do and brought it to another generation. Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly. 
So, so we had Boys of recovered. Summer. No, summer, Summertime Blues, the Eddie Cochran version, also, of course, covered by The Who. And then Summer in the City, Love and Spoonful, School's Out, Dazing and Fuse. That's a damn good summer mixtape. Todd, what do you Thank got, you. man? It is. Yeah. It is. And uh, I have some overlap, as I mentioned. Um, the first one, my first one was, I, I don't think will appear on you guys' list. It's a more modern summer song, but it is one of my favorite bands, The Hold Steady, and their song Constructive Summer. Which Great I highly, highly recommend, yeah, for those who haven't heard it. Um, but it's a, one of my favorite Hold Steady songs. Um, it's kind of, I think Craig Finn might even, I don't think he refers to it as this, but to me it's like a mission statement of what he's going to do in the summer. And <laughs> uh, he and I love that he, uh, his shout out to Joe Strummer, he calls him St. Joe Strummer of the Clash, and he says Joe Strummer might have been our only decent teacher, which I, <laughs> I love that part too, which reminds me of Springsteen's line about learning more from a three-minute record than he ever did in school, which a lot of people got upset about back in the day. They thought it was an anti-school message. I think they were taking it a little too seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, it's, a, it's also a great drinking song. Um, so who can't use a nice drinking song in the summertime? He talks about having double whiskey, Coke, no ice hmm. in the song. And uh, I think we of, had double whiskey, Coke, no ice when we saw them that one time. We probably did, because Jack yeah. Daniels was sponsoring that show. Yep. Yeah, we drank a lot of Jack that show at the Record Theater. Anyway, great live band. It's a great, I think, great summer song. And something a little more modern, because I do feel like this list, for me, and it sounds like maybe for you guys too, is a little more of a retro type of list. So yeah, more of you know more modern touch on my list. Um, number four is one that uh, we was definitely big in the late '90s, and it was Sublime Doing Time, also known as Summertime, mm -hmm. um, and it was a uh, nice SoCal hip hop spin on the classic uh, George Gershwin tune from Porgy and Bess. Uh, which, in doing my research, I listened, and I think Harrison got a glimpse of my research, I listened to, like, at least 10 or 15 versions of that Porgy and Best tune, the summertime tune. Wow. Of course he did. Uh, <laughs> most of which are jazz versions. because yes. it's, it's Jazz it, standards. It, yeah, it is a jazz standard. So there's a great version, actually, going back to our New Orleans episode of Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald doing Summertime. Uh, but I discovered a bunch. John Coltrane did it. I mean, it is a jazz standard. So, But anyways, Sublime definitely put a modern spin on it. So it's cool because... Now, all of a sudden, you didn't have to be over 60 to know that melody. Um, you could be in your 30s. I'm, I, that's but what, yeah. One what? I thought you'd like that one, Scott. You were a big Sublime uh, fan. Yeah, big Sublime then. fan and a big fan of that album, but actually that's the one track on the album that I'm not a fan of. Oh, uh, really? But I'm interested in the Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Armstrong version. Let's check that out. Here it is. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. No boundaries on this show. That's right. Okay. Doesn't it make you want to have a drink sitting poolside or something, or even in a smoky club? Either of yeah. those, yeah, but not not either one. You could be anywhere. Probably what? not in 2014, but yes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. If you're if you're an old soul. Yeah, if you. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I feel like you need to be smoking a cigar, a cigarette, drinking a mint maybe julep some... out of a mason jar. That's what I need. Right I was gonna yeah. say some whiskey, maybe some yeah, or mint julep works. That's whiskey. So. I don't know. That, that's a different version, but uh, I think that, I don't know, you put that Sublime song on at a party, and it's summertime, you're at a pool, poolside, it feels right. And that's a good test, I think, for some of these songs. Um, so, anyway, I felt like that was the song of our, at least of our high school years that spoke, that, that stood out the most. High school slash college years. Um, so I touch on a few different eras, actually. All of mine are from pretty different eras. So, next one goes back to the 60s. Um, this one is a Beach Boys song. I feel like I did talk to Harrison a little about classic summer acts, and the Beach Boys have to be probably number one on that list. Uh, I would also throw in uh, Jimmy Buffett, Bob Marley, Sublime, 
and even the Chili Peppers. Those were my kind of top summer artists, even though some of them don't appear on the countdown. So, but my Beach Boys selection was Surfing USA. Uh, it was I did consider California Girls, also considered Surfing Safari, but Surfing USA to me just stands out. I think it's the catchiest one for me, but it, it kind of a quintessential summer song. So, yeah. Um, and I, as I say, I feel like they had to be on the list. I grew up listening to a lot of Beach Boys. Uh, don't listen to them as much now. But uh, number two, I had uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Summertime, which is a, a hip-hop classic. Uh, I love that song. It's another one that just, uh, it, it, it's so appropriate in, in, you know, whenever you're, if you're sitting poolside, if you're just driving around, but on a hot day, that song is great. And it was before, uh, you know, before the Fresh Prince became a little bit more, jokey later on um though obviously he had, he had already done parents just don't understand but it was before he i think it was before fresh prince of bel-air or at least during it and then obviously before big willie style which changed everything of course. <laughs> can't go wrong with this one. Oh no yeah i mean can't that was wrong. the ultimate summer jam from 1991 and, uh, you know, he talks about meeting girls at the basketball court, showing off at the cars, grilling, jumping rope. It's got everything. Yeah. Um, Jump. So that song. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, let's back that up. So what? playing hoops. I'm cool with that. Yes. You're grilling. M- meeting girls. Chicks. We do that. And then, Todd, you're. Cars. You're... He talks about cars. But, wait, 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 uh-huh. wait, wait, Todd. No, we're with you on all those, Yeah, Todd. yeah, we're, we're cool with all that. Yeah. All of that. But jumping rope. All right, he talks about it. I'm not okay. Maybe that's not essential in a summer song. I'm not going to say it is. But it seems to have spoken to you in a particular way. Well, he, no, listen. I'm just saying he. And paints, not that you felt paints... the need to mention it, as if it justified it being a summer song. No, so... I'm just saying. Look, he that scene. He paints a vivid portrait. So Todd, what do you, when you means... jump rope, your parents hold each end, and you do the double dutch. No, it might have been other kids. What was that? Oh, other kids. Kid. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey. Jump rope was a big deal. Todd, Todd, okay? Todd, you want to you want to come play basketball? <laughs> no, I'm I got this jump rope. I'm jumping I'm rope. I'm jumping rope. Good. Hey, look, it's me, no, me, no and, me, and the, yeah. me and the recess monitor are getting yeah. getting it going on over here. Look, I was just trying to paint the portrait that Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff painted more eloquent, eloquently, of course, than I did. But they they paint. Uh, it's very vivid, and that's what I like about it. The song has some great imagery in it. And it puts you right in that in that mood and that frame of mind for summertime. And actually, oh, al- almost while jumping rope, while jumping while rope, jumping rope. Yeah. while jumping rope. Yeah. Hey, look, maybe that wasn't part of uh, you know your childhood, but it was part of, <laughs> part of a lot of people's childhood. So, anyways, it was hard to to put that at number two because I kind of wanted to put it at number one. So this was a really close call. But I did end up going with "Schools Out," Alice Cooper. Number wow, one, okay. As Harrison did, so we have nice. it. We agree on that. Um, and I think we've already we've already covered that one pretty well. The one thing that I noticed when I went back and listened to the song is that mm-hmm. the uh, the guitar part is much better than I don't I, I mean I don't think of it as a guitar song, but it has some really cool guitar um, guitar licks yeah. in it. As a gu- guitarist, I particularly appreciate it. And just the vocal delivery is like this fiery delivery by Alice Cooper that I I just forgot those couple things. I mean they just kind of blend that extra emphasis I think to the song. But yeah. Otherwise, I think we've said enough about that one. So. A very, <laughs> a, a very, a very good list as well. So Todd's top five: uh, Constructive Summer by Hold Steady, Doing Time by Sublime, Surfing USA, Beach Boys, Summertime, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, and then Schools Out. The same number one as Harrison. Schools Out by Very strong Alice list, Scott. I, I can't really Thank argue you. with any of those. Thank um, you. 
So, yeah, good choices. My only argument is going to be doing time. I'm not a fan of that song. But everybody's got their songs that just, you know, they, 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 yeah. they just don't like. And that's one of the songs. I just but don't Sublime like also songs. falls in that category, I think, of, I mean, obviously they don't tour anymore as Sublime or, like. Well, and, Sublime with Rome. Sublime, right. yeah, but it doesn't count. Right. Um, but, I mean, they, I, I also think of them as a summer act. Like, come on, like, yeah. like yeah. Bad Fish and all those songs. Those are, like, definite. Oh, yeah. Like, that's another bad. That's another bad song. Okay. Oh, it's a terrible song. Yeah, okay. it's, it's Santeria is actually my least favorite. Oh, really? Yeah, you yeah, know, San, I'm not a huge fun. fan of Santeria. I can I can tolerate Santeria, but no, the the best stuff. I like the faster stuff, um, mm-hmm. and then the more I get, those have the reggae to them. But I guess the more reggae, I, I like the reggae. Oh, the come point. on! Some of the Smoke yeah. Two Joints is a great song. No, right? Smoke that Two Joints. I'm not yeah. blasting Sublime. I really like Sublime. Smoke Two Joints is yeah. awesome. No, I don't know what it is about both. Maybe the Santeria and Doing Time are too poppy for for me. I don't know, but there are other songs. I don't know what it is. You know what? You know. What about Caress Me Down? That's oh, that's classic, a great right? song. That's a great oh, one. Dude, that's, that's a, a great song. Come on, that yeah. got a lot of play in college dorms oh, in 1997, well, I mean. Of course, because it was a how-to guide. I, but yeah, I think it was it the was most good. played album, actually, on my freshman hall, I want to say. Oh, <laughs> I heard that uh, constantly. Oh, I th- my, the most played for uh, on mine or Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews, yeah, definitely. Crash? Uh, no, the ne- the next one. Uh, uh, the one oh, before these crowded streets. Yeah, before these crowded streets. Uh, that was when yeah. I that was when I jumped off the Dave uh, train. I guess. Yeah, that was that was time. That's where it started going downhill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the time to jump off. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of women got on at that time, Todd. So you might have missed out on something. That's true. Well, you know, yeah. that's true. But Dave it's Matthews so. is just not good music to jump rope to. So I I completely it's understand. True. It's yeah. a, though they're kind of a summer artist in a way because they're, they're a summertime are. touring institution. Perfect segue um, into my my top yeah, five Scott. here. So uh, I did you. You know, as as always, of course, always I do it top of mind. I do it what speaks to me. Uh, so my top five, here they go um, for various reasons. I wanted to start off on the summer concert thing, which Todd just mentioned with a touring band. And Todd and I always used to go see the Allman Brothers every summer. So oh, I yeah. wanted, to, so I started with No One to Run With by the Allman Brothers, which is one of my favorite newer oh. Allman Brothers songs. Uh, new now, it's probably 25 years old, 20, whatever. But you know what I mean. Uh, obviously, for <laughs> yeah. an act that's been around for 50 years, that, that, yeah, right. That, that that's uh, that's understandable. So, yeah, I went with no one to run with by the Almonds as my number five, just because summer concerts were such a big part of our summer, oh, and yeah. I wanted to make sure that they were a part of the discussion today. So I included uh, a song from my some of my favorite summer concerts. That's, that's an amazing song. Yeah. That album actually, back where it all begins, I think came out in '94. I think it was around the Woodstock '94 time because that's what yeah. that lady was referencing back in our. Our episode yeah, on uh, Woodstock. Yeah. That was, I, I forget which episode we played it in. We had We're not going to play the soundbite again. Yeah, that we was We don't amazing. have to do it again. No, no. But no. anyways, no, that's a great song. And I actually, I thought you would have gone with Soul Shine, maybe, if you were going Almond's you know, ladder period. Soul Shine is the song. That, that seems like a summery type of song. Yeah, Soul Shine means a lot to me, though. I don't put it on my summer. I don't want to loosely okay. use Soul Shine. It's, it's a oh, song that means right, a lot to me. But this song just reminds me of everything in the summer because we always would go to concerts together, and then yeah. it's all about you're not hanging out with your boys anymore, and you grow up, and uh, and shit gets real, and that's what it's all about. And uh, I like I that like song. the nostalgia you know? of that song. It's yeah. a nostalgic song because he's talking about Jimi Hendrix, yeah, and he's talking about people who aren't with them anymore, right? So I I, I like that, right? I right. Like that. And and yeah, I can't listen to the Almonds without out. thinking of you know grilling out, tailgating, yeah. going to Almond shows. And, and I think I, of it as their as their touch of gray song. That's wow. my uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's fair Wait, because they really? had which they had no more, one to run with which yeah, one? yeah. I, I don't think that's fair because it didn't have pop the pop it wasn't a hit, right? had, no i mean thematically, thematically 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 oh that makes
think oh yeah the, thematically that makes sense oh, yeah. yeah because they're survivors yeah. kind of yeah okay. exactly and and, no and one to run okay. with. they're the last ones standing that's what touch of gray is all about okay I can yeah see that's that. that's true yeah. and and um and I, by the way, you know, as we mentioned, the, the, this is the only real jam band mentioned on the show other than, of course, your last Dave Matthews band reference. But you guys have solidified your list. Uh, I don't have any more of these of the of jam. I don't have any more jam. Well, we didn't have the dead on our list. Just yeah, say, dead. No, yeah. dead and fish didn't make anyone's list. So I hope this is a contribution to the summer concert. They should get experience. honorable. They're getting honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable, course, yes, the summer band. Summer. So, yeah, summer concert's a big part of us. So no one to run with by the Almonds, number five. Number four. Well, you know, and going back to that, though, I think when we were growing up, the summer concert thing was a bigger thing because the festival thing was a smaller thing. That's you know true. what I mean? You didn't so have the big festivals. You don't really have the summer bands anymore. I don't think there are any new – are there any acts that you think that have come along that are um, that, that are out there every summer that are new that Ooh, I haven't I'm, mentioned because I already mentioned – Not really. Not Fish, I, mean, but they, they, I think they might be off our radar. It's stuff like Skrillex has been doing summer a big summer tour. Yeah, but he's Skrillex doing the festivals. And Skrillex right? is doing the no, festivals. He's doing his mothership tour this year. He's got like his own. He's doing an arena tour on his own this year. I think uh, that's a good point. I think EDM has become the summer music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Younger definitely. Acts. And the EDM yeah. stuff is great, as we opened with that Calvin Harris. Whether that you think that song's great or not, but that stuff is great to listen to also in the summertime. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was well. gonna say Tiesto is doing a bunch of festivals. Yeah. I know this summer. Um. Uh, Tiesto hit his head. Did you guys see when he got injured because he hit his head or he yeah. hit his head on the screen above him? It's a funny DJ yeah. injury. <laughs> anyway, it was several weeks ago. All right, moving nice. on. Number four, Summer in the City, Love and Spoonful. So I second your your pick there, Harrison. Thank you. Number three, Summertime, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Yes. Uh, the jump roping Classic. spoke to me, obviously, as well. <laughs> see? I mean, yeah. we're talking again. You know, number two, I, I guess I do have acts that associate themselves with summer touring. An act that hasn't been mentioned. I mean, we're, we're 30 minutes in, and we have not mentioned. We're doing a summertime show, and we've had no Jimmy Buffett mentions yet. I mean, that's that's somewhat. Well, I think so, I mentioned Buffett. Was, mentioned, I did mention him. He, 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 you drive by mentioned him. Yeah, yeah. Buffett was dropped I said he was one of the ultimate summer artists, right. like quintessential. Yeah. Beach Boys, yeah. I said. Bob Marley, Buffett, Sublime, and Chili Peppers, I said. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, okay, yeah, but but I not said, on the list. It was a drive by. So. It was a drive by. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, but I felt it was worth mentioning. But like, I'm not a huge. I, I I'm not a big Buffett fan. But I. It's hard not to think of summertime when you hear something of his. So what were you gonna say? Scott? So Margaritaville is number two Margarita. on my list. I, sure. I think you can't make a summer mix without Margaritaville. And number one on my list is Three Little Birds by Marley. So again, another one of your summer acts that you just mentioned. So yes. that's number one. Well, what made you pick Three Little Birds? Was it just like, it's my I favorite. feel like I could have picked any Bob Marley song. I feel like I could have gone with Jammin'. Yeah. Or it could have gone with like, there were a few, a bunch of songs I feel like so, it could have. Yeah, it's funny because Jammin' was always- Lively Up Yourself, Lively Up, I don't know. Yeah, what? Jammin' uh, is one of those songs I'm not a big fan of. Um, I think Jammin', <laughs> yeah. Jamming was interesting because it would always show up back when radio mattered when we were growing up. It would always show up on the radio, remember, in the summertime, which was kind of oh, funny. Yeah. They would start playing it, even though it's not, obviously they don't play any of the reggae. They would play Jamming by Bob Marley. Uh, Jamming, <laughs> not one of my favorites. I just think Three Little Birds kind of encapsulates summer. Like, don't worry about a thing. Got nothing to worry about. It's all going to be yeah. good. You know, you sit there in the summertime. I, that's what, To me, that's why I picked Three Little Birds. No, uh, it's a great you know? song. I, I yeah. love the song. But I also th I thought of, like, No Woman, No Cry, which isn't necessarily a summer song, but I feel like a lot of radio Jamaica just lends itself to that because when you don't live in Jamaica, it's not you know it's not hot all the time. So yeah, there. <laughs> I was. That's the funny thing is they don't have summer songs really where they actually talk about summer. 
That's true. It's, summer's probably not the best time to be there. So, <laughs> or at least it's not different than other times. Yeah, it's. But it's a great song. I'm not. I, you know, I can't argue with Bob Marley, just like I can't argue with Beach Boys being on this a list. This list. So. Oh, what happened to Harrison? We lost Harrison. We've a lost. We have lost Harrison. He's what? gonna get back. He's gonna try to get back on. Oh, so, oh, okay. Should should we? He's uh, oh, he's back. I think he's back. Hey. hey, sorry guys. That's all right. That's all right. Did Big Frida cut off your internet? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, it's Baltimore. I think someone, so, yeah, someone twerked into his cord that was connecting. <laughs> so. a, ra- a rat chewed through my cable wire. <laughs> oh, well, it happens. Uh, it happens. So, so uh, my fi- my list. Uh, recapping my list: number five, no one to run with. Number four, summer in the city. Number three, summertime. Number two, Margaritaville. Number one, three little birds by Bob Marley. That's a, it's a it's a strong Good. list. I actually strong think we. List. We Thank all, you. I feel like we all have very strong lists, even though obviously we all have our favorites here. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I didn't really have as much disagreement as I normally would. Oh, okay. thank you, Todd. Thank you. So well, we know, yeah. we know, no, no, it's, it's, I'm not trying to make it a backhanded compliment. I'm just right. saying usually there, I would have more like, uh, you know, more so, to, to butt heads with. So, so now got, we make the final list here. Yeah. The final list. Go ahead. We got Anderson. three song, three songs that are on two lists. I schools think we got to have, yeah, schools out time and summer in the city. Right. So, so those should probably all be in there. Those should definitely be in there. So that leaves two slots open. And the, the nominees for those final two slots are Three Little Birds, Margaritaville, No One to Run with. I'm gonna race No One to Run with, obviously Sentimental Pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that off the table right now. So I'm gonna go Three Little Birds, Margaritaville, uh, Summertime Blues, Boys of Summer, and then we need to pick a beach boy song. yeah i feel like we should have a right. beach boy Sur- serving usa and california girls are both possibilities i think hold steady comes off the table and due to my um issues with doing time all right, all right. i think that one needs to come off all right we'll take off my those two of mine those are my four and five <laughs> <laughs> okay with that? all right you okay, got, yeah. okay all right so i i realized hold steady probably wasn't going to get traction but i just like you said with no one to run with I felt like it was it was definitely worth mentioning. So a, listing. So a Beach Boys track makes a list. Do you guys want to make any arguments for your respective Beach Boy tracks, or do I have the tiebreaking? Why don't you Why don't you go I ahead? You can tiebreak it because I'm okay with either one. I like uh, obviously. Can, USA had a I'd even allow you to but... choose a, a third a third option if you felt strongly about it. Oh, third Beach Boy song. Wow. Uh, I would stick with these two. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, a... I just don't want to complicate it. Well, for political reasons, obviously. Unless you have a strong opinion. Well, for for political reasons, because uh, he because you live in California, is that what's going to make? No, no, because Harrison backs me up when necessary. I'm going to go with California girls. Oh, interesting! (laughs) Wow, it's a political move. It's not even a a musical. uh, No, no. (laughs) Where's the integrity here? Integrity. Once again, we're having a House of Cards moment. (laughs) More, more, and more frequently on the show. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You guys and your horse trading. That's right. So we've got four now. Right, California girls. So we're left with the the final slot goes to either Summertime Blues or Boys of Summer. Whew, that's oh, did you that... knock out Margaritaville? Oh, and I'm sorry, Margaritaville and Three Little Birds are on the are on the chart too. They're they're on the, they're okay. on the big board. So I I, uh, I would. Todd, I you don't say, have any of those. Yeah, you, you, those, none of those. Are I, no, none of them are mine. Right so, so, so you, I was going to say Margaritaville or Summertime Blues because they were both on my short list. Okay. Um, okay. So, so do you guys have an argument for, for either of those? More of an argument for 
I'm going to go with the strength of Jimmy Buffett. I think Jimmy Buffett should be represented on the top five summer. Yeah, summer. I mean, I'll give, I'll Eddie Cochran doesn't I'll have the. No, I'll give you that. That's fair. Okay. All right. I'm fine with Margaritaville on there. Totally. And right. it, unless anybody has another Jimmy Buffett nomination, as Harrison opted to give the option for. Uh, for yeah. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, Cheeseburger no. in Paradise. It just can... doesn't say summer to me quite as Margaritaville much. Margaritaville is, right. is just. And those are. And then there's, yeah. there's obviously uh, there are other Jimmy Buffett songs that I really like, but they're not the pop hits that right. I feel like. If you're like doing... I like Pyro Looks at Forty. That's actually a good. It's a song, great song. That doesn't really fit yeah. as much. There's um, other. There's fin, a... Fins. Oh, Fins is awesome. Fins, live staple. Yeah. <laughs> Fins. Fins is Maybe great. not a great song, but she definitely came a head classic. She came down from Cincinnati. It took her two <laughs> days on the train. And Dun I like how the city changes depending on where he's playing often. <laughs> the city of where she came from. <laughs> oh, that's Fins great. to the left, Fins to the right. Yeah, that's a great song. Oh, well, we can continue but, okay, to sing Okay, so we got Jimmy Margarita Buffett. Bill number five. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so the final. Uh, oh, we don't. We haven't. Okay, so we've decided the order. Exactly, so we're doing five Margaritaville, uh, and then I California guess California Girls are four. Four California Girls. Yeah. Three, I think, Summer in the City. Okay, three. that's fair. That works. Yeah. And that's... then two. I, it sounds like we should put. I think Summertime ends up number two because Harrison yeah. and I both had schools out number one. So yeah, are you okay that with that stuff? Looks for me. Yeah, that's right. right. Schools out. As our our um. Our ode our anthem. to <laughs> Days and Confused continues. That's right. So, yeah, that's right. School's Sweet. out. All right. So there's our, that's the top five. That's the top five. So recapping the top five, Margaritaville at five, California Girls at four, and then we had Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Pre- California Girls by the Beach Boys, not Katy Perry. By the Beach Boys. Yeah, number two. <laughs> by the Beach number Boys. two was Summertime, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. And then number – wait, I had this wrong. Hold on. Say that again. Yeah, and number one school's out. Number, did I say Summer in the City? I don't think I did, though. Oh, I don't think There's you said Summer in the City was number three. Yeah, no. Uh, Summer in the City was at number three. So, uh, should I do that again? All right, Margaritaville, California Girls at Beach Boys. <laughs> uh, Summer in the City by Love and Spoonful. Summertime, DJ's at Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. School's out by Alice Cooper. And uh, that's it, so. And as always, like, how different would this list be if we had a, 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 a female presence on the panel? You know, I think, like, maybe their conception of summertime songs is going to be vastly different. You yeah. Know, yeah, but I did, look, in my informal survey, it included women. And and summertime, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince, that, that seemed to be a pretty popular one. At least yeah. Women in their early to mid-30s. True. That's number one. Makes sense. Well, speaking, I, I guess I feel like in my research, I should mention, as an honorable mention, that Martha Reeves and the Vandellas had two summer songs that Rolling Stone ranked in their top summer songs. Mm-hmm. And, and neither of them quite made the cut, but they had Heat Wave, and they also had Dancing in the Streets. So, Dancing oh. in the Street. Dancing in the so, those street. are interesting. Dancing another, in the Street. Another David Wave, Lee yeah. Roth touch up. Yes, yeah, David Lee Roth really <laughs> tried to get in on that summer song action. <laughs> yeah. He knew how his bread was buttered. N- mixed, mixed results. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. But Martha Reeves, so I feel like just Martha Reeves and the Vandellas should get a shout-out. All right, noted. We'd That's love to it. hear from you, of <laughs> course, twistedlister69 at gmail.com. That's how you reach us. Let us know what you think, or just uh, post a comment somewhere and let us know if you like our list or don't like our list. News from the week, guys, or news from the past three weeks. We've been gone for a while. We uh, we didn't talk about the Will Ferrell-Chad Smith drum-off. Todd, I know you were, oh, big, yeah. you were big on that. A, that took that was a great Jimmy idea. Fallon. I thought it was. I mean, it was Jimmy Fallon, as you said, you're talking about like David Lee Roth and bread and butter. But for Fallon, as we know, it's it's music is where he really excels. It's not 
you know, yeah. inter interviewing and other skills that you might want in a late night host. But uh, no, the music part is, is amazing, and obviously have, we've talked about the Roots being the best backing band you could you could possibly have. But uh, but no, that was it was a great idea, great execution, and having the Chili Peppers come on was you know was a great was icing on the cake, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was the, when yeah. they did Don't Fear the Reaper, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I thought it, I thought it was well executed. Uh, Will Ferrell can play the drums slightly better than I thought he could, so that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> not just cowbell. Was he not really? Wait, was he really playing on that? I was. I mean, I, it's hard I to it's hard to so. muffle drums. I yeah. mean, that's a hard one to pull off it's at true. a live yeah, studio. It's hard to take that. It's true. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, of of all the things to do, like yeah. if it was a guitar, I could see it, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's a hard one to do. So I don't know. It, yeah, I was I was questioning that as well, but I think he was actually playing. Yeah, it was a good little bit. And then yeah. the new Michael Jackson album dropped a couple weeks ago. The song grew on me. The, the single actually grew on me, the song with Justin Timberlake. But I, I was alarmed by something, which I don't think the mass media has uh, mentioned quite yet, which is the fact that there's a song on the, tra on the album called Do You Know Where Your Children Are? Uh <laughs> Is, That's an unfortunate is thing. That, is that appropriate for a Michael Jackson? How many producers <laughs> and, and publicists did that get through? Nobody decided that that wouldn't be... I mean, and obviously nobody's mentioned it in the media, and I'm not even going to play it because I'm afraid. Uh, I don't know. But nobody has mentioned that this shouldn't be on a Michael Jackson yeah. album now. I you mean, think that would have been cutting room floor material. And he's no so did you guys... Yeah. What? Go ahead. Well, did you guys see the... Uh, you saw the hologram, the Michael Jackson hologram performance... It was it, was that a Billboard or what was that? Um, that was at what, the Billboard Awards, yeah. Billboard Awards, yeah. And just like ah, it was so creepy and gross and just disgust, like just like so. It was right in that uncanny valley of just like not real enough, and it just kind of gave me yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't oh, seen it. But Todd, I feel like I should check it out. It sounds check creepy. it out. It is. It's it's like it's like they. Um, you know, strung up at the uh, Michael Jackson's corpse and made it dance across the stage. Oh, like really one just... of those direct TV ads with the strings or whatever. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's bad. And the thing is, then the the really worst part is the inevitability of when the Vegas the Vegas show opens, the Michael Jackson experience, and they'll have him out there as a hologram, you know, duetting with Elvis Presley. That's terrible. And, and They're already doing the Cirque du Soleil thing, but. Oh yeah, but yeah. no, this is going to be way worse, and it's going to happen, and it's going to happen sooner rather than much later. more tasteless. I, much I, more tasteless. Harrison, I agree. We're going to see a hologram tour. I think there's no yeah. doubt about it. We're going to see a hologram tour, and yeah, the hologram thing. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not into it. I, I don't understand the appeal of well, it. Well, it um, kind of takes away the uh, attraction of a live event to me. Why not just watch that on? Exactly. Watch it on TV. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a company now that's trying to do uh, to to live broadcast DJ sets to clubs across the world, which I, I think oh, is really? a very bizarre business model. Yeah, they're basically taking okay, so Todd DJ Todd is playing in Ibiza. You know what? We'll just mm. we'll just stream that over to a club, a big time club in New York. A well, big -time see, club that's in an interesting one because yeah. we joke about like what they're actually doing and they're at gonna, the shows sometimes. Yeah. The DJs. So yeah, yeah. It's not like there's that same interaction. Well, well, and they're gonna bridge to what, cross. I think well, well, the, the difference between a live DJ show and a not live show. So yeah, right, right. 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 But I think, and, uh, and actually, they've been doing this with with opera. Again, we're going outside of our usual genres. But I was talking <laughs> about this the other day with someone because the Met in New York, yeah. Metropolitan Opera House, they they do simulcasts, and people go to movie theaters. Hey. You, all around the country or the world, and pay to see the Met, op the Met Opera. So it's kind of interesting. That's 
Yeah. You know, they're, they're making a lot of money. Well, I don't, I don't think you can fault anybody for looking at additional revenue. I, the DJ thing, what's interesting to me now, now to defend that company, what they're going to try to do is, they're, and I can't remember the name of the company, but what they're going to do is they're going to bring interactive tools into their performance. So, you know, whether that's a way to text with the DJ who's in Ibiza, you know, how, how many people are going to really do that or whether, you know. Oh, so things- they can take obnoxious requests from New York. Yeah. <laughs> in a diva. Yeah, I just think it's Save my joy, come yeah. on. But but the thing about that technology is that's here today. So if you you know, if the three of us own a club in DC and we wanted to, you know, play a webcast of Tiesto DJing in London, we could do that. I mean that technology is there. We could play sure. it, obviously. So I don't know where the you know, I, I'm not sure what what's so special about that and as far as the hologram bringing it back to the hologram i mean that it's the same as sitting at home and watching a movie i mean it's it's just not i don't know right. Todd, you can watch like you. a live you know yeah. Yeah, we're, not, we're not club scene kind of guys though we don't i guess we, I mean, we don't well no i'm, I'm just using the totally. example but the example of virtual versus there's there's a difference yeah. it's like it's it, it, it you know what to simplify it it goes back to the the argument of of go of, of a renting a movie and and actually going to the theater and it's that simple yeah. and or yeah. or you know watching a game and going to the game or you know streaming a concert or going to the they're two different experiences and yeah. um i i just i don't know i'd rather see the entertainment industry spend the money on other cool things than holograms well, the, the I, only know. argument i could yeah. make for the hologram and, I, and i'm not saying oh. I, I agree with you guys on this but the only art what, what no we have a, per, a perfect segue from the hologram conversation the only no, argument no. i can make for it is that it is that you do have the shared experience of concert of going to a concert mm. which is something that's cool whether you're going right. to see a dj and that's the only valuable part of it but actually seeing the artist as a hologram there's no interaction between crowd and performer that's where my issue is but you do have the shared experience of going. And I can see more value in that in a dance setting, like an EDM show. Yeah. Well, dancing and, you know, getting into it. So it doesn't really matter right. if Jay's in Ibiza or in, you know, L.A. or New York or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but for the hologram, there's just, you know, unless the hologram's interactive and I don't know about it, I, that's my issue. Now, it's a good argument about the community and the togetherness. I like that. That's good. Yeah. My segue, and that's what movies, yeah. movies to a lesser extent, I think that's part of what some people still value the movie-going experience now. I do. Now. Yeah, I, I do. I definitely do. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Sensory uh, overload. I mean, that is the difference. It's like you can't get that... You know, 360 experience at home listening to DJ music, right? You, you don't get the lights and the heat and the people around right, you right. and all that that goes oh, away. I thought you were going to say also you don't have the distractions. I was going to say in a movie or something. You don't have the distractions of, like, your phone, your iPad. Exactly. You know, everything exactly. else that's going yeah. on around yeah. you, you're immersing. You're, it's the immersive experience. Yeah, that's what I was saying, the 360, that immersion of being You there. know, concerts, you... These days, you don't always get that because someone in front of you is trying to record the whole show on the phone <laughs> or whatever. They'll never watch. Yeah. Right, exactly right. Yeah, so they yeah. can get some grainy footage that they're really going to watch, crack open a beer and watch it, right? Definitely. Or get, get that perfect photo, capture that. It's important because you need to get at least 20 pictures. Yeah, from 400 feet away. <laughs> Totally. I like how Andy Langer talked about that in his music manifesto. Yeah, that was good. Uh, my segue from the hologram conversation was going to be the news, of course, about Beats and Dre and Apple, because really oh, we can yeah. thank Dr. Dre for bringing this into our lives, because the Tupac hologram at Coachella took place during the Dre and Snoop performance. So we have That's another true. thing to thank Dr. Dre for. Um, thank you, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Dre. That's I'm right. sure, you know what, I, I'm kind of exhausted on the Apple Beats topic, unless you guys have anything to yeah. add to it. Scott and uh, I know we've, uh, yeah. we've, no, that horse yeah. has been beaten. But. Yeah, that yes. has been. Let's go to more celebratory news. 30th anniversary, born in the USA. Spring, uh, yes. Springsteen, of course, born in the USA. Uh, Todd, go. 
Oh, man. I was very excited this week when we had the 30th anniversary of One in the USA. Classic album, which, you know, was really my, that was my introduction to Bruce just because of my age. Um, that one of the first cassette tapes I ever bought, I think if not the first, and um, I would go on to perform Dancing in the Dark at the fourth grade talent show at my elementary school. So special place in my heart for that album. And uh, yeah, what, I mean, did you actually I, play? I, I, did you play an instrument? Back, did, you, I, what? did you play an instrument or did you lip sync? No, I well, I I was lip syncing, but I kind of sang. It was one of those half lip syncing, kind of like Britney does. No, you, know, you well, don't singing, make it, but I was Don't try to be all because I obviously lip sync. I did. Uh, I did a. No, I, I I'm lip, admitting I was. I lip synced. I lip synced a, a parody of Ice Ice Baby, which was Rice Rice Baby. Uh, oh. I, I didn't even write the parody, but I decided right, I would lip sync it. And Todd, the way you said it, you said it like you because there were kids who had real genuine talent. I can't. Okay. Play, and my kid, I don't want. I hope when when my kid is in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, that the kid will be doing a real talent. When did the lip singing thing become uh, acceptable right. in talent shows? I'm oh, sorry, it was, that I was always talented. acceptable when we were kids, man. I remember <laughs> it's, it's, this when we I was need in to stop grade, this. like we a need... whole sixth grade class doing "We Built This City." Right. Like, so, oh wow! Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, we I later I actually did another talent show performance a couple years earlier of Hard Knock Life, the the of Annie, you know, the Annie song with a group of kids and we were all supposed to be in the orphanage. We were all portraying kids in the orphanage. Wait a minute. Nice. But we were lip syncing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we yeah, we were wow. definitely lip syncing that one. The Bruce one I was kind of half singing. H- hang on, hang so. on. You you did an Annie, you did a version of Annie for a talent you choreographed yeah. a segment of yeah. Annie. Yeah. My brothers were in it. My brothers, we had some other kids. <laughs> so which which one of you was Annie? Todd, were you Annie? Uh no, I definitely wasn't Annie. I'm I don't sure remember who Annie? was Annie. I have... uh, we, we it was look, it was a co-ed group. We there were girls in the group. Okay. So But were I you was... Annie? I was not Annie. I was just okay. some orphan. I was a random orphan. Oh, I, have... I might as well have been a, you know, an extra. I have, I have. It was a, one step above that. So I have a, an experience. Annie gives me chills because I had an experience back in the fraternity back in the day uh, during the with final, a bald man. The final week. <laughs> no, no, no. The final week of the final week of pledging. I had. I was. Daddy. I had to. Dra- yeah. I had to be. I had to. Uh, my character was Annie because I tend to whine a lot. So they thought it would be <laughs> funny to do that, and you oh, know wow. that's that's fine. So it brings back nightmares. So at South by Southwest three years ago. I was watching Bob Schneider perform, and I do not listen to the music of Bob Schneider anymore because <laughs> this no. guy, during his set at South by Southwest, decided to cover Tomorrow by Annie. Oh, First of all, wow. I got chills. That Second of all, the music, wow. it, I'll let you guys decide on this wonderful piece of music. I, I do don't you know. have the cover here? Oh, yeah, we have it. Here it is. Uh, listen tomorrow, to this. Producer Scott. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. I mean, what? Be Who puts this out? Did he actually Just release this? Is, or is that a boot, oh, like a bootleg? No, it's Tomorrow. a studio track. Close oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> wow. I feel wow. Like we may lose our that's Austin. Terrible idea. We may lose our Austin listeners because that's Bob super, Schneider's like royalty. super creepy. That's Isn't not it? good. It actually it, it, it reminds me of Nick Cave a little bit. I feel like yeah. Nick Cave could do it. I can see that. And Bob Schneider has some good stuff. He's got some good. He does. He's, a, he's yeah. a respected artist. Yeah. He's a Listen good to this. It sounds like a big mistake. I don't know. No. We we should no. do it. We may have to do a list wow. of worst covers. I like covers. how we got from Springsteen to Annie very quickly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, very. But quickly. I did celebrate the 30th anniversary this week with spinning <laughs> "Born in the USA" a couple times, and it was it took me down a nice road. And actually, this takes us to a more modern cover we just had. Yeah. Speaking of covers, Neil Young has a new album of covers in which he covers my hometown. 
Oh, I was gonna so, ask. So I was there gonna, you go. Yeah, I was gonna there ask go. about a good cover from that. Um... I'm not saying it's a good cover, but oh, a good uh, Born in the USA cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here's so here's. I don't, I don't know if that would be the best one. Actually, I would say I would submit Pete Yorin's Dancing in the Dark, phenomenal cover. Pete okay. Music really makes it his own. Let's let's listen um, in on the Neil Young, My Hometown, because I haven't checked out this. Yeah, track we can yet. listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Seriously. Recorded on a dictaphone. Oh my god. Well, that's the whole the whole idea of his new album is it's super lo-fi. It's very lo-fi. Okay, all right. I, this is... <laughs> Recorded on an old Edison that's as, gramophone. That, that's as good yeah. as his last album with that he did with Crazy Horse, where he did the um, he did like lullabies, not li- like he, you know what I'm talking. You guys remember yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. He's no, but, he, he but can do it, it is worth noting that he he did use equipment from like the the right. 40s or something to record uh, it, which uh, is ironic because he has this high this hi-fi uh, audio service Pono right. right. Remote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a, a very interesting irony there, which yeah. I think Neil Young enjoys. Uh, and we are not, you know what? I don't want to rip on Neil Young because he's one of my favorite older artists, no, he's, but he's, he's definitely amazing. at a point where he can he can do whatever he wants. Moving on from Neil Young to the final piece of news, which is Don Henley, of course. Now, Don Henley has attacked Frank Ocean uh, because he is mad that Frank Ocean has decided to use Hotel California. And Don Henley has not shockingly come across as a complete asshole. And, uh, this is... Yeah, who is surprised? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> do, you have that, do you have the Frank Ocean track? I haven't heard it. Uh, yeah, I have. I don't know if it's... Is it only on a, a live... Clearly it's not licensed. But... Uh, he... He the, there's a live there's live tracks about of it uh, there's live ver- so Don live Henley tracks. was critical yeah. yeah he was critical of Frank Ocean and Ockerville River right that was the best River. part yeah yeah I was like really <laughs> picking on Ockerville River you're in the fucking Eagles and uh, <laughs> it just doesn't seem right I don't know picking on the little guy the Frank Ocean's obviously bigger but so I can see that and Frank Ocean stands to make a lot more money off of a song that samples Hotel California right Scott yeah this might be it let's see if this is it I don't know. This is an official. Let's hold on. Let me see. This is not uh, it. Okay. No, that's uh, yeah, that's his no, no. That's that's one. yeah, that's the big one. Um, it's uh, God, I don't know. Yeah, I can't find it anyway. Um, whatever. Interesting. It's an interesting yeah. story. It's no, an interesting story. Read more about it and tell us why Don Henley's an asshole. What <laughs> are you guys listening to? What's keeping you busy, guys? Harrison. Uh, well, I got. I was listening to uh, Shriek by Y Oak, uh, which is another local band here uh, from Baltimore. Uh, uh, Andy Stack and Jen, Jen Wasner. Um, it's their new album. Civilian was their last album. It did really well, um, but this one's out. They actually, uh, Jen, who usually plays guitar, dropped it for bass this time. It's a bit much more kind of electronic um, and kind of hip hop influence. Jen Wasner also has like a hip hop band on the side, and she kind of brought that into into the group this time. So it's definitely worth. I'm listening to, um, as, as the uh, as the uh, token Gentile in the group, I also felt it necessary to listen to the Modest Yahoo Modest Yahoo's new album. <laughs> yeah, because we quiz you on it every week. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he is. Uh, it's it's okay. It's all over well, the place. Well, he's given up. He's uh, given up the shti- yeah. It was it was it was. You know what? It was freaking shtick for him. The Jewish. The, the, yeah. the, the, I mean, it's ridiculous. The guy. I'm all look. People can believe whatever they want. And they can go back and forth, and I don't give a shit. But he used it. <laughs> he used it to create a, a character. Okay, it was an image. It, it was, was he created a character, and then he decided all of a sudden, meh, meh. I'm gonna go have some bacon. Meh, 
I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to shave the beard. Yeah, like, I... I, no. I feel like it was, like, Kiss taking off their makeup a little bit. Yeah, a little but, bit, but yeah. it, No, it was, it was a little bit, but it was... Different because it's religious. It was religious It was, yeah. it was this religious... Wasn't. It was religious shtick. The guy, I, I don't... The, the guy... And you know what? It's frustrating because Live at Stubbs is a really good album. It, it is. Really good album. album but... He, I, I don't see. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. You, I, I would. It's interesting. He was in D.C. this week, and I was like, eh, you know, I didn't know really he consider seriously consider seeing him, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. he has. It seems like he's lost a lot of momentum. Oh, or, for sure. Career-wise. For sure, he is way past his. I think King Without a Crown was the beginning and the end for uh, Modest Yahoo. But it's, it's still, it's, it's, it's interesting. A lot of Jamaican dancehall influence, which I think is not a surprise, but. Um, it's kind of it's like I said thematically all over the place. It doesn't see anything really consistent. So yeah, give it a look if you want. Right. I should I should check it out. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott, no, I was going to say that reminds me, Harrison. Uh, I mean, back in uh, 2006, 2007, we went and saw a show which featured three artists. 2006. Back, 2006 back before to back, your wedding. Yes, yeah. that's right. 2006 back to back to back. And Matis yeah. Yahoo was on the way up, and, and it was at a time, it was incredible. We saw Cypress Hill, Matis Yahoo, and Kanye, back to back yeah. to back. We were up real <laughs> close. Kanye was on the way up. It was an incredible performance. Um, so, yeah, so going back to what we were saying about Matis Yahoo, I mean, obviously there was a time when he was putting out great stuff, and it was be, be more than just because, you know, you had said King Without a Crown, but I think the album as a whole is really good, that live album. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it put Stubbs on the map. Arguably, right? I mean, True. It, uh, yeah, it, absolutely. It, it puts Stubbs on the map, but yeah, he's it's his career arc is is very strange, very very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, no, definitely. So uh, yeah, I've been listening to uh, the new album from the Walkman frontman uh, Hamilton Lighthouser. Just put out his first solo album, and um, it's interesting. Like I I'm, I don't have a strong opinion about it yet. I kind of like it, but it's interesting. He's kind of a crooner, for lack of a better term. Um, he's got a great voice. Uh, he's got this nice, deep, soulful voice, and which is part of why I like the Walkman so much. And I saw the Walkman live a couple years ago, and they put on a great show. So anyway, I'm, it's growing on me, um, but it's it's worth checking out. Hamilton Lighthouser is his name. Um, the single is called Alexandra, which is not quite representative of the album. It's super poppy, and I wouldn't describe the album like that. Um, but anyway, also with Firefly approaching in a couple weeks, the Firefly Festival, I've been listening to some phosphorescent and local natives too. So they're definitely nice. I know, I've been I listening to both of those two to get it ready. So they're yeah. playing opening night, so I'm pretty psyched uh, for that. Cool. cool. I have been spending my time using the new DJ2 app, which has come out, which now has Spotify integration, and literally you could DJ with this if you are brain dead. I swear, seriously. So you said that with the first one. But no, no, the this is amazing. This yeah, it makes it easier. It makes it easier. Okay, so you can do whatever you want, and then what you do is you have this button where it just says match, and it'll tell you basically. You know, hey, what what else should I play? Oh, okay, Public Enemy. That goes with this. So like, I'll just play Public Enemy now. And then it's insane. It's a it's a great app. DJ Two. It went straight up to number cool. one on the music charts. Um, but uh, yeah, I recommend checking it out. So anyway, I can DJ all day, but I'm not gonna do that because we've already talked for an hour. So uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what it's just keeping me busy. Obviously, listening to a lot of stuff too. But that's that's kind of kept me busy. So there you go. I mean, well, we hope we've helped everyone enjoy their summers a little more with the, you know, maybe some helpful musical suggestions today. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Got to let summertime play us out, right? Nice. Uh, yeah. Are we gonna close it like that? Anything else, guys? 
<laughs> no, that's great. That's perfect right. closer. Hey, everybody, perfect. everybody, enjoy your summer. It's been good. Let us time. let us know what you think of our picks. The break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control. It's cool.